Hello, hi, and welcome to this episode of the Mandy Mayer podcast, South Africa's number one fat loss podcast. No, I'm just joking. I'm just trying to make the intro very dramatic. Fat loss podcast? Absolutely. But we all know by now it's about so much more than fat loss. It's about getting healthier, getting fitter, getting more active. And then the byproduct of that, of you creating a healthier lifestyle, will be fat loss. For those of you who have donated coffees, you know who you are. A massive thank you to you. Everyone who has shared, rated and reviewed the podcast, thank you. And those who listen to the podcast on a very regular basis, again, a massive, massive thank you. Everything that you do when it comes to this podcast, I see and I highly appreciate it. I want to start this episode off by saying two phrases or mentioning two phrases for you. So the first one, open quote, I was so busy with meetings today, I forgot to eat, close quote. And then the next phrase I want to mention to you or read to you is, open quote, I couldn't stop thinking of food today, I was so bored, close quote. I'm going to unpack these two quotes that I just read to you because it's these two quotes that make a big difference or play a big difference in when it comes to you identifying your hunger levels and identifying as to whether you are really physically hungry or whether you are hungry because you are bored. And we all know by now that boredom eating or boredom hunger is a big thing. And the reason why I'm touching on this is because when you eat out of boredom and your goal is fat loss, a lot of the times eating out of boredom leads to you consuming more calories, which then doesn't necessarily align with your fat loss goals at the end of the day. So let's unpack those two quotes or those two phrases that I just mentioned, right? So number one was, I was so busy with meetings today that I forgot to eat. And I think a number of you can relate to that. In saying that, we place emphasis on the word busy. And you were so busy today in meetings, you forgot to eat. Busy meaning no time, meaning your mind was occupied with everything else except for food, meaning you forgot to eat or that food was not on your mind. Why? Because your mind was preoccupied. And then the second phrase, I couldn't stop thinking of food because I was bored, or we can just even end it at, I couldn't stop thinking of food. So in that moment, you need to identify what you were doing. Were you busy with mind-occupying tasks, so cognitive tasks, or were you doing things that didn't require a lot of mind power, physical activity, or anything like that. And the reason why I ask those questions is, this is really going to help you identify as to whether your hunger is a physical hunger, or I call it a fake hunger. A fake hunger stemming from boredom. Now, please keep in mind, this is purely an episode about physical hunger or hunger that is stemming from boredom, not necessarily hunger that is stemming from an emotional need or from, yes, out of habit, because boredom does essentially lead to overconsumption of calories in that moment, which can then become very habitual. But how do we break that habit is number one, by identifying what sort of hunger it is. And if it is hunger out of boredom, cool, let's try and break that habit that we have created over the years. So if we go back to that first quote that I read to you, I was so busy today. 
That means you were preoccupied with other things, whether it was with work meetings, whether it was with physical activity, or whatever the case is. You were preoccupied with something else, and your mind was busy, or your body was busy, which didn't give you the time to constantly be thinking about food. Now, where I'm going with this, a lot of the times I hear people say, oh, I'm always so hungry. I'm always so hungry. What can I do about it? But in the next breath, that same person will say, oh, I was so busy today. I didn't even think about food or I didn't have time to think about food. And that's where I highlight the fact. I'm like, when you say you are constantly hungry, is it a physical hunger or is it that you have got time on your hands and in that moment you are a little bit bored and you have free time and then your mind wanders and instead of it being a physical hunger, it now turns into or it is actually a boredom hunger, a fake hunger. And I know very well with myself, when I have got some free time or I take some downtime, I'm immediately like, oh, what is there to eat in the house? And it's not stemming from the fact that I'm hungry. It's stemming from the fact that I've taken some downtime and my mind isn't occupied or I'm not doing physical activity. Now, I know where you, where your mind is wandering to at the moment. You're like, oh, is she saying that we always need to be full on busy so that we can avoid the snacking or the boredom hunger? Hunger? Absolutely not. This is not me saying that you need to stay busy all day, every single day, and only when you sleep, not be busy. Because that is being unrealistic. We all need downtime, we all need time to relax, and we all need time to ourselves where we're not preoccupied with full-on shit that keeps our mind busy and our body busy and no time to rest or relax. And that's why I'm going to chat about how you can deal with or work through that phase of or that stage of eating out of boredom or boredom eating. But it was so important for me to start this episode off by explaining the difference in the mind and how when your mind is preoccupied with something else, oftentimes it shows you that you're not really physically hungry when you are not busy doing things. Now, anyone that has ever been part of my group coaching program or who is part of my group coaching program will know that I bang on about creating a meal frequency throughout the day where you try and create the same meal routine of your meals every single day so that your hunger hormones can sort of become more balanced and you would then easily be able to tell the difference between a physical hunger or a hunger out of boredom because if every day you eat in lunch at 1 p.m. and all of a sudden at 3 p.m. you get hungry and you're never usually hungry at that time you can immediately take a step back and identify that as potentially being a hunger out of boredom or any other hunger for that matter and maybe not necessarily a physical hunger. But I know it takes some time to get into that meal frequency and work on a pattern and a routine of meals that works for you. So what other strategies can we look at when it comes to identifying your physical hunger and your boredom hunger and separating the two from one another? 
So there's a number of things floating around on social media and on the internet, things like wait and pause as soon as you feel hungry, and if it doesn't go away after five minutes, then maybe you're physically hungry, which is not a bad idea. Then there's also have a glass of water or drink a bottle of water and see if that helps remove or take away, reduce the hunger, or walk around for a bit and see if that also reduces the hunger. Now, those couple of things, like I said, not bad idea. It is little strategies that can be implemented as well in that moment. But what there is, is this thing called the, I want to call it the carrot test, but realistically it can be any test of a fruit or vegetable. So take a carrot out of the fridge in that moment when you are hungry and ask yourself, am I hungry enough to eat this carrot? If the answer is yes, then you are physically hungry. If the answer is no, like if you just stare at that carrot and you're like, oh, the shit carrot, then, and you're like, oh, I'm not really, I don't really want to eat this carrot, right? Then you're probably not physically hungry and then you are probably hungry because you are bored. It can be anything. It can be an apple. It can be a banana. It can be a piece of broccoli. It can be whatever, a fruit or vegetable. Look at that fruit or vegetable and do the test and ask yourself, am I hungry enough to eat this? If you are hungry enough to eat that and you eat it, then you're probably physically hungry. If you look at it and you're like this piece of shit fruit and vegetable, then you're probably not hungry from a physical aspect. Then it could be that you are craving something that is more highly palatable, something that's higher in calories. Maybe you're seeking comfort in food. Maybe it is because you are bored and you're about to wind down and watch Netflix and it doesn't require too much of your mind function to watch Netflix. Therefore, you might become bored or then, and out of that boredom, it has then potentially become habitual that you have something sweet whilst you're watching Netflix and something that tastes nice and something that you then later crave to have. So now what? Now you don't want to eat the stupid carrot because you're not physically hungry. Okay, so there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. That for me is you identifying in that moment that, okay, cool, it wasn't a physical hunger. It is a hunger that is stemming out of boredom. And that for me on, a, on its own is a win already because you were mindful enough in that moment to do the carrot test or the fruit or vegetable test. You then identified it wasn't a physical hunger. You have identified that it is a boredom hunger. And like I said, that on its own is a victory because instead of just falling for that fake hunger, you have actually identified that it was a fake hunger. Now you can identify where it is stemming from. Is it boredom? Is it habitual? Is it stemming from something else? And then you can put strategies in place to navigate it better in the future. Is that not a win? Of course that's a win. Now we revert back to that first phrase that I mentioned, right? The one way I said, oh, I was too busy to eat or I was so busy that I forgot to eat. Now let that phrase run over in your mind for a bit. I was too busy to eat. I was too busy. I forgot. I was too busy. My mind was busy. I was busy with meetings, meaning that your mind was preoccupied. So how are we going to navigate that boredom eating? We are going to try and put in strategies in place that require cognitive function from your side so that you can then have that mind occupied to try and reduce that hunger that has stemmed from boredom. I know, I know it might sound silly in the moment, 
but it it really it really does work because you just need to take your mind it's like any craving it's like when i first stopped smoking all i could think about was cigarettes and going for a cigarette and what worked in that moment was either doing a crossword puzzle either doing something like a sudoku game just so that my mind could be occupied in the moment to try and reduce the thoughts of going to have a cigarette so ideally you want to highlight and identify a couple of things that could potentially occupy your mind in that moment when that craving hits. So anything like, and again, this is very individual from person to person, depending what you enjoy doing. Some people listening to a podcast might work for them. Reading a page of a book or a chapter of a book might work for you. Other people, a crossword puzzle might work. Someone that maybe plays bingo online, that might work as well. It's just something in that moment for five to 10 minutes, maybe even less, again, very individual, that keeps your mind occupied in that moment and takes it off the fact that you're thinking about food. Now, again, it needs to be something that requires mind power so that your mind or your thoughts can shift from food to, oh my goodness, what number come next on the bingo table? Or, oh, I wonder what word fits in the line across here on this crossword puzzle. Or listen to a podcast that really interests you, an educational podcast, something that you want to learn more about, whether it's fossils, whether it's dinosaurs, whatever the case is, so that your mind can then wander to that and wander away from the highly palatable food in that moment. The other thing that you can look at doing is a physical task. So it could be something like 10 jump squats. It could be something like a minute planking. It could be something like going for a walk outside. Maybe something, just something physical in that moment to help also take your mind off it, but also then to keep your hands busy and to keep yourself busy as well. Now, I know all of this sounds really basic and you're probably thinking, oh, but Mandy, that's so basic. I need something more, more flashy. I need something more bling because those strategies are just really basic. But again, I'm going to tell you this and I will always reiterate it. It is the basic things that work. The moment we start looking for flashy and the moment we start looking for bling bling, that's the moment where we just get overwhelmed and I'm going to tell you that sticking to the basics, even if it is the basics, very basic strategies, it does work. But again, the same thing that I say on a regular basis is for these strategies to work, you have to want them to work. So that means you have to actually put them into action and test them out on a regular basis as opposed to just ignoring the strategies. You have to want to do it. And don't get me wrong or don't misunderstand it. This is not me saying don't ever eat out of boredom. No, of course it's going to happen. We're human. We fucking, we get bored a lot. And a lot of the times it does lead to us eating. But the biggest thing is to say, okay, cool. If your goal is fat loss and your calorie goals are X amount per day or per week or whatever you're working on, how are you better going to adhere to those goals? You can't every single time eat when you're bored because then the adherence to the calorie goals are not going to be great. So there has to be some level of strictness. I don't think that's the right word. Yeah, maybe the right word. There has to be some level of strictness in 
the plan so that the adherence is there at the end of the day. But again, this is not me saying don't ever eat when you're bored. If you're winding down and you are relaxing and you are watching an episode of your favorite show on Netflix, I don't expect you then to say, oh, stop the show. I need to fucking do a crossword puzzle or head down to the local retirement village to go play a game of bingo. No, that's not what I'm saying. In that moment, then you would look and say, yes, I do want to have something to snack on. I'm going to have X, Y, or Z. Yes, it fits in my calories or no, it doesn't fit in my calories, but the intention behind that snack that you are having or that meal or that food that you are consuming is then that you are going to have it and it is potentially going to push you over your calories. Or the other option is then to say, cool, I'm winding down for the evening now. I am going to watch an episode of Netflix. This is usually when the boredom eating does take place. So instead of having something highly palatable and high in calories, you can then look at preparing your own snacks that are in your calorie goals, maybe a cup of popcorn, maybe a bowl of popcorn, maybe one or two nuts, whatever it is, and add that to your plan for the day so that then you are still feeding that habit, no pun intended, but you're feeding that habit with something of a lower calorie value. But it is so important for me that your starting point is you being able to identify between a physical hunger or a fake hunger. Let's see, we're going to call it a fake hunger, (laughs) a physical hunger or a fake hunger, because most times people act so surprised when that craving hits or when that hunger hits and it's not a physical hunger. And the only way that you can stop being so surprised when it hits is to identify it. So identify it now when it does hit. Write that shit down. Write it down in a notepad. What you were doing when it hit. How you felt when when it did hit. When last did you eat. What your meal frequency looks like. Identify the shit out of it so that you have that data. So that you can then use that data to set up the strategies to move forward to better navigate it in the future. It would be, if I have to use an example, and this might not be the nicest example, but anyone who runs or does any physical activity will know. It's like me going for a run and not going to the toilet before the time and then acting surprised when I need to go to the toilet once I've started my run. I know that I have to go to the toilet before my run or else I'm going to get surprised when I am on my run. On that note, I'm going to love and leave you like I usually do. Keep laughing, keep smiling, and keep being kind to one another. Much love, your friend who loves oversharing, Mandy.